Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. And off Peterson running right. And Peterson is in for the touchdown. His second of the day. Ben steps up, throws the back shoulder fake. It's caught! Side look at everything football. It's TSN Four Downs with Andy McNamara. Brought to you by Domino's. Oh, big show for you today, folks. Very excited about this TSN Four Downs as we head into the Sunday slate of games. I'm Andy McNamara. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. You can subscribe and rate us on iTunes and on SoundCloud as well as on the TSN 1050.ca show page. Get us on Twitter at TSN4Downs, TSN and the number 4Downs, myself at AndyMC81. What do we have today? Why is it such a big show? Well, friend of show, Adam Rank from NFL Network, one of the finest fantasy football minds, graces us with his presence today. And then we get deep into this Green Bay Packers situation. Aaron Rodgers, collarbone, gone, likely for the year. He had successful surgery. But what happens to the Pack? What happens to the NFC North? Well, I go... To chat with Rob Domofsky from ESPN, covers the Packers and the NFC North. Lots of sleeper picks for you as well in my DraftKings sleeper article that is up every week on DK Playbook under the NFL section. And also your questions. Hey, we've got, we got a lot of them in, so if you want to keep it going, at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81. And Skriz, producer Mike Skrizniak, one more time, again, each week we have the opportunity for our listeners who takes better care of our listeners than us, man? We got a, a DraftKings Draft contest to win a Domino's pizza prize pack, grand prize, or cash. And, and the pool keeps growing, which is yeah. awesome. Thank oh. you for everybody listening and joining and Absolutely. having fun kicking our butts in fantasy. It's Well, kicking your butt, maybe. Well, yeah. Kicking your I butt. keep jinxing, guys, man. I pick Roethlisberger, he throws five picks. Oh. I pick Aaron Rodgers, he breaks his collarbone. <laughs> Like I just, oh, no. I'm just cursing guys left and right. I should stop playing. We're we're going to um, take you through. So it's the pick'em game. It's a pick'em style game on DraftKings. So you go to draftfree.com. Draftfree.com. You can enter our four downs contest there. Different from the salary cap game. So in each tier, you pick which player you think is going to do best out of that group. So we're going to pick our first three tiers at the end of the show to give you an idea. Then you can enter and play. And hey, man, like Squiz, we're in it to win money too. Like I'm not just in this to, to be nice. Absolutely. I'm not wearing shoes today. Like I can't afford it, no. so I need to win these pools. Scrizz needs cash, people. But you can take that away from him. You can make Scrizz walk barefoot if that's what you're no. into. So, so much glass on the ground. Some of our listeners might be into that. All right, let's go to uh, the Thursday night game. Wow, what a show. Raiders, Chiefs, and Scrizz, I thought, like I'm sure most people entering that fourth quarter, all right, Derek Carr is working his way back. He's having a, a good game. Raiders are probably going to be okay, but this will go to Kansas City, and they'll move to 6-1. and one. Not so fast. Three pass interference penalties at, like, the one, and Derek Carr wills his team, puts the team on his broken back. The dude has a broken back, threw for 417 yards, three touchdowns. Absolutely unbelievable. Does this mean 
to you, Skriz, the, the Raiders might be back, might start to be developing into the team people thought they'd be? I think it's a great start. This, yeah. is, the, this is the Raiders' offense that we expected from week one. And with Carr back, and now that the aura of invincibility that KC had is mm-hmm. gone, it's gone. That division could be a lot tighter than we would have thought maybe a couple weeks ago. And how about Kareem Hunt, the first rookie running back to have seven consecutive hundred-yard games from scrimmage? Yeah, he's okay. Wow, wow, he's not bad. <laughs> that's a, that's a third-round pick for you, folks. Kareem Hunt out of Toledo. Sometimes you're just in the right situation. Tyree Kill went bananas, 125 yards. And how about for the Raiders, Amari Cooper, 210. 210. He, Amari Cooper, I believe, in PPR ranks, went from wide receiver, like, 71 to 17 in a week. He, he just jumped. He had 146 yards and a TD before, before Thursday night. And then doubles that. <laughs> More Somet- than doubles that. Sometimes, folks, you just have to be patient when it comes to your fantasy team. I've been getting questions all week. Oh, before that game, do I dump Cooper? Do I- well, you could you can never dump him. You can't dump I, him. I could have seen maybe you put him on the bench for a week. Because, Imagine if you put him on your bench. Oh, I know, man. But then You'd again, looking for like a high buys and everything. Like, yeah. But do you sell Cooper now? Well, he'd be going high. This would be the time to try to fleece somebody in your pool. But man, uh, that is quite the showing for the Oakland Raiders. So they improved to three and four. The Chiefs five and two. And, and really, I don't think it's anything that the Chiefs did. Wrong per se. The defense collapsed a little bit, but for Alex Smith, what more do you want from the guy? Three touchdowns, 342 yards, 127.3 quarterback rank. What else do you want? I believe Alex Smith has 15 TDs and no picks so far this year. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. He goes back to our MVP conversation from last week. Like Alex Smith. He was on the bench. Like it's nothing else he could have done in the game. Or he put up 30 points, 10, and it makes even 10 in the first three quarters. There's not much else that he could have actually done. In that game. So the Chiefs uh, fall, so two straight losses. The Raiders improved to three and four, and that AFC West division is very, very interesting because you have the Broncos now three and two. Raiders, as I said, three and four. Chargers are, I don't think anyone's buying the, ch- the poor LA Chargers. No one wants them at two and four. But that division is so close. And what it does is it makes for the Denver Broncos when you look at what, what they have to do. Going into this week, another division game, Broncos-Chargers. If they win that game, they keep keep pace, right? And the, the Chargers really can still remain in the conversation with an upset win. So, a uh, lot going on in the AFC West. Let's get to our Twitter poll question here, at TSN4Downs, at AndyMC81. And folks, of course you know, we're delivered by Domino's. Eleven ninety nine. you can get a large pizza for Topping. Check, get their, their feast options too. The side dishes, the marble cookie brownie, like the deals for football Sunday. You got to go Domino's. You got to go Domino's. But here's the question. Here's our Twitter poll question delivered by Domino's. With Aaron Rodgers injured, what team is now the favorite to win the NFC? And maybe you'd argue they weren't the favorite anyway. But with Aaron Rodgers out, that certainly changes the dynamic. Which team is the favorite to win the NFC now that Aaron Rodgers is out? Is it the Eagles? The Cowboys, the Falcons, or the Seahawks. And, of course, if you want to send in or tweet your own, at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81. I'm saying at this point, Skriz, I'm going Eagles. I know our listener, Chelsea, is going to be happy with that. She will. I got to go I gotta go Eagles at this point, man. And maybe it'll come down later in the, the season. The young quarterback, the sophomore, starts feeling the heat or, or something. But I, I just don't get that feeling. I went with the Seahawks on this poll. Okay. They're um, last so far. 
I believe that they have the best defense out of anybody in that poll. Yeah. I don't believe in the in the Cowboys. Um, Falcons, if they pull off a good game against New England, maybe they come back into that conversation. I just like Russell Wilson. He's healthy this year. Obviously, they have to fix the O-line. Mm-hmm. I saw that week one game, Packers and Seahawks. That was a great game. It was. And when you saw that game, you were thinking, all right, this could be the NFC title game. Mm-hmm. Now that Rodgers is gone, Wilson, that defense, they've been there before. They know how to win. Pete Carroll's a great coach. Right. The Eagles, they, they still got to show me more. They're still a young team. The O-line's oh, yeah. playing great. Yeah. And, and Carson the front seven, leader, man. The front seven playing outstanding. They have some injuries, I believe, in the secondary. It might come back to bite them. But I still think that NFC East division is going to be tough. They got the Redskins on Monday night, which would be a fantastic game. That'll be fun. See what Kirk Cousins. He's not out of it yet either. And then you look at the NFC North. Like, I'm not buying the Vikings. There's talk about Teddy Bridgewater coming back. Now they're four and two with their quarterback situation, which is impressive. And the Lions, they've lost a pair, but Matt Stafford can always jump up. Like, it's really wide open. I, yeah, I don't like anybody else in the NFC no. North. Maybe, maybe the Lions, like their defense has improved a bit this year, and they seem to have figured out how to run the ball with Amir Abdullah. Yeah, at times. like At times. But I, I like okay, I like the Lions over the Vikings, but I still think maybe 9-7 and seven can win that division. So I think so, especially now when you look at Aaron Rodgers. And Scriz, we got, I got to jump back. Slip my mind for a moment. We got to jump back to that Raiders-Chiefs game. Um how about Marshawn Lynch sprinting from the sideline to protect not his teammates. His cousin. His cousin on the Chiefs. Marshawn Lynch has lost his mind. Then he got booted from the game. He's going to be suspended one game uh, by the league for unsportsmanlike. Then he goes sits in the stands and then takes the bus home. Takes the bus home with Marcus Peters on the same bus. Incredible. Incredible. Like, I don't know. <laughs> if, I, I wonder what the guys in the Raiders locker room think. Like, How do you go? I've, have you ever heard of that? You go, you run out from the... First of all, I haven't seen Marshawn Lynch move that fast this season when being handed the ball. No. So the, the, he still has some get-up. Maybe you want to do that when you're actually given the ball in a game. Beast mode. And try that. Sprint it out. I've seen people leave the sidelines. I haven't seen them leave the sidelines to protect somebody on the other team. Like yeah. he was like his, his it's his cousin, which is fine, Scrooge, but it wasn't like someone was stabbing him. It wasn't he was, <laughs> he was pushing him. So okay. Marshawn gonna Marshawn, man. Like what can I tell you? The guy's just he, the <laughs> the wheels turning but the hamster's dead. <laughs> That's the best way the nicest way I could put it. He's crazy. Like he, he he's crazy. He he's crazy. legit a, like too yeah. many Skittles. Too Maybe. many Skittles for Marshawn. Possibly. It's it's wild. Like I'm wondering too for the Raiders, like uh, he hasn't had a great year at all. Like th- this is this might be the one and done for for Marshawn in the end. It's, J- it's Jalen Richard has looked good in limited time that he's been on the field. I wonder if anything happens to him with the team sending a message like no. Well, he got suspended for next week's game. Yeah, so he's off of that. But after that, like you, you keep him, I guess, right? Obviously, you, you know, you, you keep him on the, on the team, but. I don't know how much you're actually going to lean on him. Especially in fantasy, because he was a high pick in fantasy. Oh, he was. He, you know what? He was one of those feast or famine guys. You thought he was either going to completely ball out or be a bust, and he's looking very bustish. Like, do you, can you even start him in a flex right now? I wouldn't. I w- I'm not touching Marshawn Lynch. No. I'm not touching Marshawn. Even, Absolutely with, not. even behind that O line, like it just you think he'd be so much better, but I don't know where his motivations at. I thought he'd be motivated coming back, playing like, back for his hometown. Yeah, he wanted to come back on a Super Bowl contender. He wanted to come back, and the fastest we've seen him move was when he was running from the sideline to go protect his cousin on the other team. 
Only Marshawn hey, Lynch. Family only comes first, man. Come on. No, not when he's being pushed around. He's <laughs> just being pushed. It wasn't crazy. He wasn't being stomped on with cleats. Crazy. Anyway, that's Marshawn Lynch for you, folks. That's Marshawn Lynch. We're going to take the break. Come back. Oh, Adam Rank. I chatted with him earlier today. Adam Rank from NFL Network. Friend of show. He has some juicy fantasy football tips for you, folks. You don't want to miss this. A lot more coming up on TSN. Four downs. Into the open field. Leonard Fournette is in the secondary. Leonard Fournette is going to go the distance. Leonard Fournette just answered for the Jaguars. He went 75 yards. Flavion gets the call. He stood up at the line of scrimmage. Second effort. He's across the goal line for the Steelers' touchdown. The Le'Veon Bell. Touchdown rushing number four on the season. Five in zone. Touchdown. Titans. Derrick Henry, 72 yards. Oh, how to put in that Titans touchdown, didn't you, Scriz? Wow. Duh. The Titans fan. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. I'm Andy McNamara. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. Get us on Twitter at TSN 4Downs, at AndyMC81. Check out dominoes.ca today, folks, for all their delivery carryout specials. You got the large pizza four topping, just $11.99. Lots of other specials and deals. Check out dominoes.ca today. Still to come in the show, we'll have Rob Domofsky, ESPN reporter with the Green Bay Packers and covers the NFC North. Go over this Aaron Rodgers situation. And in the last segment, we'll be answering your fantasy football questions. You can tweet them again at TSN 4Downs at AndyMC81 of my DraftKings Sleeper Picks, and we'll take you through your chance on how to win some cash, man. How to win some cash. Go to DraftFree.com, and we'll go through our four downs DraftKings contest later on. But first, I chatted with him earlier on, Adam Rank from NFL Network with a lot of fantasy football tips. Here we go. Adam, welcome back to the show. How's it going? Oh, it's wonderful. Anytime I'm, uh, I'm privileged to come on with wow. you, it is obviously a great day. Oh, the honor is all on this side of the microphone. I assure you, <laughs> sir. I assure you. Uh, listen, we got to start with the Green Bay Packers, man. Uh, people panic button. Like, I'm sure you've been getting your Twitter, uh, uh, line flooded as I have with Aaron Rodgers. Is that what the hell do I do now for, for daily, for leagues? Brett Hundley, do I take a flyer? Should we calm down or is the panic okay about Aaron Rodgers being gone with that broken collarbone? I think you should just start worrying about next year. It's over. It's oh, boy. Done. Oh. Oh, it's never, oh. never going to happen. For, no, it's, it's so uh, – I mean, I said, for number one, like, as a, as a human being who enjoys watching football, it's a terrible injury to yeah. sit there and watch. And, you know, anybody – so even, like, listen, I'm a Bears fan, but even, even I'm not happy to see something like this. Um, and then, of course, you break it down to the fantasy. The fantasy kind of comes third. That's something you start talking about a little bit later. But – as dire as it seems, there are going to be other options out there for you. I know it's probably not going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers, but I think you're still going to be able to make you. The problem is that with a lot of people, um, if you have shares of Aaron Rodgers, I have, a, I have a ton of shares of Tom Brady. Like, I don't back these guys up. I probably should, but right. I don't. So you got to go scrambling on the waiver wire. And a couple of the top options uh, that I saw coming into this week, uh, for whatever reason, if you're in shallow leagues and Carson Palmer's out there, which he shouldn't be, but I was able to add them this week, which is crazy. Um, so that's the first. You got to actually start with the basic guys, but I think the more realistic guys. Let's let's work down to the realistic guys. Okay. I think it's going to be either Tyrod Taylor or Josh McCown. And if you're hmm. somebody who loves the matchups and that's all you want to do is play matchups, Tyrod Taylor has a better matchup. They've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. That should be pretty good. But I always tend to favor the quarterback who's playing better. 
and that's Josh McCown. And McCown's got uh, the Miami Dolphins, who are actually a pretty good defense, who've been improving over the last couple of weeks. So it's a little bit tougher. Uh, but, again, I just think the quarterback play – that I've seen out of Josh McCown is better. So that's actually who I would lean on. Okay. I never thought we would be at this point already. Uh, we're going Josh McCowan. Oh, my. In week, uh, in week seven. Okay. Okay. So now we work down from, okay, Aaron Rodgers is out. There's the panic. But then everybody who loaded up on Packer receivers and weapons is starting to think, well, what does this mean for Jordy Nelson? Randall Cobb, that hasn't been great all year either. Martellus Bennett. Like, for the, let's leave the running backs out of it for a moment, but just the receiving options, you put Brent Hundley in. Like, Adam, we can't predict what the output's going to be. No, and they've got a tough matchup this week against the Saints. Yeah. I know a lot of people uh, over the last number of years have just grown accustomed to seeing the Saints and thinking, it's Bob, oh, this is an easy one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play all my starters against the Saints. But that New Orleans defense has played really well over the last couple of weeks. And I know you look at 38 points uh, against the Detroit Lions, but remember, you know, two of those were special teams touchdowns. Right. They really harangued Matthew Stafford. They were all over him. They had a couple of big... Uh, turnovers themselves, interceptions and fumble. One, one dude just walked up and just took the ball out of Stafford's <laughs> yeah. hand. Like, what is going, how is this a play in the NFL? Like, Field Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when I was a little kid and I was walking around with my Darth Vader case and some bully grabbed it. I'm like, what is happening? How does this just happen right now? So, uh, that Saints defense is tough. And yeah, I, I think with Jordy and Devontae Adams, both those guys, still need to be in your lineups. I can't imagine any sort of roster construction that you're going to have where you're like, well, no, I can't start Jordy on my team. Uh, <laughs> he's still a, an elite-level talent. The same thing with Devontae Adams. Uh, where you start getting into the mix uh, where you are avoiding him is in the DFS, where you just really can't trust. And, I, right. and listen, I like Brett Hundley. I'm out here in Southern California. I enjoyed watching him at UCLA. He's going to be a fine NFL player, but I need to see it a couple of weeks before I'm sure. willing to invest some DFS dollars into that. So that part of it, that's where I avoid them. Yeah, and that's uh, on the DFS, uh, DFS side, I'm, I'm with you, just because it's unpredictable. We don't know. So with that being said, we have a young quarterback, untested. Typically, if you have the option, you lean on the running game. And then we move into the curious case of that Packers backfield with Ty Montgomery off the, the injured ribs. You got Jones who's in the mix there. Like, are you are you going heavy on Packers running backs? And if so, is it Montgomery? Is it Jones? Like, it just seems like a mess. You would think. You know, you would really think that you want to get a, one of those running backs in there. I know in uh, traditional leagues where I have Ty Montgomery, I have Ty Montgomery in a lot of teams. Right. Um, I'm playing him. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, again, like you said, you're, you're hoping, especially with Ty Montgomery, because he catches the ball out of the backfield, and you hope for the checkdowns and looking for those players underneath, which hopefully will mean that Martellus Bennett can start to show a little bit of promise too. But really what I want to see is – how good of a coach is Mike McCarthy? Like, is this one of those things where Aaron Rodgers is kind of over overshadowed a lot of his deficiencies? Because hmm. um, it's tough because Packers fans are ridiculous. Like, I don't like listening to them talk because, first of all, their accents are terrible. And second of all, uh, they, always act, they always act like McCarthy is this, this nincompoop that just doesn't know anything about football. And I'm like, and so I don't want to feel jaded. And think like, oh yeah, McCarthy might not be that good of a coach, but I'm really interested to see how this this goes because it they're they look like a talented team. I would expect them to still go out there and, and be able to put out points, and the offensive system is complicated, and it seems 
good. So I really, uh, I'm really curious to see. So I'm going to take a leap of faith with those running backs in my traditional leagues. But again, in daily, it's like, eh, I got some other plays. I might start looking at instead. Yeah, yeah. In conversation with Adam Rank from NFL Network on Twitter, at Adam Rank. You mentioned you're a Bears fan. Young Mitchell Trubisky in last week and, and looked fine. Had some, some rookie feel to him, right? It was inconsistent, but yeah. also flashed. Are we staying away from him fantasy-wise? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah John Fox, is, is it's like somebody, you just took the training wheels off the bike, and you're like, <laughs> oh, what am I doing? What am I, you know, and it's like that kind of thing. I yeah. Tariq Cohen and uh, O'Donnell, the punter, the punter, have many <laughs> touchdown passes. You know, that's like they're going, everybody's throwing it. You're like, whoa, we didn't even need to draft a quarterback. Right. We could have just had our punter throwing it uh, the whole time. So, yeah, O'Donnell and Tariq Cohen are the only two quarterbacks the last two weeks who have perfect passer rating. So there it is. Uh, but, yeah, but I still like what I see with Mitch. Uh, when he needs to make big plays, he's made them both good and bad. He had a terrible turnover uh, against the Vikings. And you know what? That's one of those things that you look at and you're like, you know what? Like, go out there and play. Go out there and right. feel it and, and figure out what you can do and what you can't do. See what you can get away with. See what you can. Kind of like when uh, you got a babysitter, you got a new boss or whatever. You're like, what can I get away with? Can I get away with leaving 30 <laughs> minutes early on a Friday or not? Like, I got to kind of it out. these things out. And uh, Mitch needs to go and figure out, like, perhaps you don't make that throw against NFL cornerbacks and. We'll learn and adjust and go on, but he threw a pretty nice pass to uh, Kendall Wright uh, sure. in a crucial situation to set up the uh, the winner there last week. And you're like, all right, this guy can move. He can make some throws. And I think as they get more comfortable with him and he gets more comfortable at the NFL game, we'll start to see some more flashes. But for the time being, he's going to be somebody that's going to be on our bench. Or even, no, he's going to be on our waiver wire. Yeah. Yeah, leave him parked until he proves it. Last one for you here, Adam. Last, uh, last one. Oh, well, you know what? Did last I talk too much. Last, no, never, never, sir, never. Last team. How about that? Because there's a just like the Packers. There's a lot to get to with the Giants. You have Sterling Shepard, questionable, could be coming back. Like Adam, I added just for the heck of it because I thought you know my luck he'll go off for 200 yards. I added Roger Lewis. Who who didn't do yeah. a whole lot? Sterling Shepard, uh, are we are we buying this? Like, where am I going fantasy wise with the New York Giants? You know what? I would I would hang on to Lewis, and that's hmm. one of those things that's going to end up benefiting you because once Shepard comes in, and I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with him. Are they going to keep him in the slot? Um, our team's going to shift their coverage to him. Uh, how are how are teams going to approach it? Because I'm really curious because I really do like Sterling Shepard an awful lot and thought that was a great pick for the Giants. And But it's also a situation, too, is he benefiting from being out there with Odell Beckham Jr., who's drawing, obviously, a lot of attention. And even when you brought in Brandon Marshall, who didn't have the production this year, he still had the name brand, and I still think that he had the command of NFL defensive coordinator. And defensive coordinators, um, they're like these, you know, like when you hang out with musicians or something and they start talking about these bands that you've never heard of about, <laughs> oh, this band's so great. You're like, shut up, dude. I just want the poppy hits. Yeah. And I don't really need it. I don't give me really what I know. Your, I don't need your nuance, you know, whatever. So I think uh, defensive coordinators are the same way where they really hold some esteem for players who are no longer good. So mm. I thought that Brandon Moore benefited. But all this worked out in Sterling Sharp's favor, which meant that he was getting not only 
targets, but like quality targets where he was not being double teamed or anything like that. So I'm really curious to see how that, how that's going to change and how Evan Ingram's going to factor into the mix. And it, and I think that Lewis, you know, this is still a team that would probably like to throw the ball unless they really feel comfortable with going with Arlene Starkwa, who, I mean, he did torch the, the Denver Broncos in investor yeah. field at mile or whatever their thing is called. But, um, <laughs> but you know what? He had a good game. So, there's a lot of a lot of interesting things going on. I probably would play Sterling Shepard right when he comes back. I would feel comfortable with that, uh, especially in PPR formats. But I'm really I'm really hopeful that somebody like uh, Lewis can come back and uh, provide a little bit of spark on an offense that throws the ball an awful lot. Any value for Wayne Gallman behind Darqua in there? That's another Man. one I kind of picked up as an iffy. Yeah. I liked it. You know, I thought that he was uh, he was a fun little play. I, I, it just seemed in the previous weeks, and it's obviously great to say this in hindsight, like, dude, I knew this. <laughs> but Orleans Darkwa was the more talented running back. You could see that. Like, you can watch sure. the game, and you're like, this guy is better, but this other guy is more productive. And I'm with you. I went out and picked up Gallman a lot as well and had some shares of him. I didn't start him because that matchup against the Broncos was so tough, but you're like, I'm not going to get mad at his production. Like if he's out there doing it, if it doesn't look great, then I'm going to, you know, you got it. You can't ignore it. Like I've done with, uh, with uh, Melvin Gordon for the last couple of years. I mean, that guy, I swear to great Caesars ghost himself. <laughs> I watch those charts. I see all those. I see all these games. I watch those charges game. And I'm like, I, this is inexplicable. This is, that watching watching Melvin Gordon do well is like watching your buddy just bet the hard ways at the craps table and continue <laughs> to win. You're like, the odds say you should not Stop. be winning, but you got a stack of green chips, so what am I going to do? Like, yeah. I can't argue with it. I can't be mad at you. Like, congratulations, it's working out for you. And you know, and you know the second that you're like, ah, yeah, hard 10, like, boom, no. Done. It, it, you're not hitting it. And it's the craziest thing, because I know, because somebody just tried to trade me Melvin Gordon. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've been wrong on him for two years, and I know the second that I pick him up, it'll be like, oh, no, no he's terrible. And he's I'm the worst. Right all along. And, uh, and I'm going to be sitting there chagrined. Chagrin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's always that you just wait the one extra week too long, and it's like, no, oh, I got me again. It's kind of like, like, Adam, when, you're, when you know you have to touch a light switch and you know you're going to get shocked, so you very slowly, ah, got me. Just like that. I knew I should have picked up that key, but nope. Nope. No, didn't work out. Break the charge. (laughs) Adam, always a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Oh, this was so fun. And thanks again for allowing me to come up there and embarrass myself. (laughs) Absolutely. Anytime. Open invitation. We'll do it again soon. All right. That sounds great. That was Adam Rank from NFL Network. Isn't he a beauty? All those juicy fantasy football tips. Okay. We'll take the break. On the other side, I spoke with Rob Domofsky, ESPN NFL Nation Packers reporter. What's the latest on Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, a little fantasy implication too, and we'll swing around the rest of the NFC North. A lot more coming up here on TSN 4 Down. Another drop for Martellus Bennett. slow to get up, Wayne. And he's down. Rodgers down on his back back near the 30-yard line. Did you just listen to that question I just answered? Okay, I got three years invested in Brett Huntley, two years invested in Joe Callahan. The quarterback room is exactly where it needs to be, okay? Yikes. Tough times in Packerville. That was head coach Mike McCarthy at the end. And uh, yeah, yeah, you, you really want to be okay with Joe Callahan? 
You know where Joe Callahan played his college balls, Chris? Exactly. Exactly. Division three. He was on the Browns practice squad and a camp invite and didn't crack it a couple years ago. That's Joe Callahan if Brett Hundley goes down. Good luck, Green Bay. Good luck. Welcome back to TSN Four Downs. Here on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. We are delivered by Domino's, folks. Check out all the great deals. Domino's.ca. The large four-topping pizza, just $11.99. You get the medium feast pizza, $10.99. Check them all out there. There's something for everybody. Great game day food, too. Or just, hey, you're in a rush. Need some good quality pizza? Go to Domino's.ca. Still to come, we're going to have our big three game picks. Have my DraftKings Fantasy Sleepers and our Four Down Special DraftKings Contest. We'll let you know how to win and play in that coming up. But first, we got to talk Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and what it means for the rest of the NFC North. So earlier today, I chatted with Rob Domofsky, who's ESPN's NFL Nation Packers reporter. Here it is. Rob, one of the maybe the biggest story around the NFL is the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, you're well-connected with that team. The surgery from reports on Rodgers' broken collarbone went well, but immediately versus the New Orleans Saints, what should we expect out of Brett Hundley, if that's even possible to say? (laughs) Yeah, you know, I asked a a couple of NFL scouts that question this week, and the answer I got was, I can't tell you what he does well because we haven't seen enough of him. (laughs) What he does now, obviously, getting thrown in against the Vikings last week was, um, you know, a little bit of a cluster. I mean, it, you know, how many guys you can expect to perform in that situation, especially when he was losing offensive linemen left and right. But they're going to have a game plan this week that's obviously tailored toward Brett Hundley and his strengths. And, and the good thing is, some of his strengths are are the same as Rogers. They both are mobile, uh, can, can make plays on the run, but but obviously. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest all-time, to a guy who's never started an NFL game before. So there's going to be a lot of differences. But, um, you know, the Packers think that a week's worth of preparation will certainly help Hundley. Right, and he's had some time. Like, he's not a rookie. He hasn't started, but he's not a rookie either. So he's had some time to sit behind Aaron Rodgers. He was a fifth-round pick in 2015. Uh, Having that extra couple of years to sit, we know it's not the same as playing, but... Is he, from being around him, is he is he a, a mature guy? Like, do you know what type of guy he is? Yeah, you know, I wrote, actually wrote a piece about him on ESPN.com this week. And I talked to uh, Jim Laura, his college coach at UCLA, and, and his high school coach back in Chandler, Arizona. And, and even the, the people around here, they all, they all tell you the same thing, that nothing's going to rattle this guy. I mean, this is a kid who, on his, in his first college snap, took a, a read option play and ran it 72 yards for, for a touchdown. So, huh. uh, so a very prepared, uh, mature guy. You're right, he's been here three years. He burst out of the scene a little bit. Uh, in that, uh, his first preseason, he led the NFL in preseason passing yards uh, in 2015. And, you know, really, for, for, for early on, obviously it's just preseason and there's a lot of difference, but. Um, so this is a guy that Mike McCarthy, as he said, he goes, I've got three years invested in Brett Hundley. And, um, you know, they think that, that they have something there. He's thrown passes to Jordy Nelson mm-hmm. and Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams. It's just been in practice, but he has thrown those passes before. So it's not like someone who's never done it. Exactly. In conversation with Rob Domofsky on Twitter, at Rob Domofsky, ESPN NFL Nation Packers reporter. So, obviously, you don't want to put too much on the young quarterback's uh, shoulders. You got a surprisingly 
aggressive New Orleans Saints defense, Rob, which I'm not yeah. used to saying. <laughs> you know, they they just no. absolutely destroyed the Lions last week with Matt Stafford. Should we be looking at a heavy dose of the run, at least that being the initial game plan, to try to take pressure off of Brett Hundley? Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I have a piece for uh, ESPN on Sunday morning about that and what they can do in the running game to sort of take some of the pressure off. When Rodgers broke the ball in 2013, they had Eddie Lacy uh, in his prime. It was, it was Lacy's best year, and, and they really tried to ride him as much as possible. There's no Eddie Lacy this time. They're, they're really still trying to figure out who their running back is. Uh, you know, they split carries between Tim Montgomery and Aaron Jones and uh, but but if they can get some of that going, it would certainly open up some other things and keep defenses honest because that's that's what you have to do. You can't become one dimensional. You can't re- rely on Hundley. Teams are going to dare Brad Hundley to beat them. You know they're going right. to they're going to load up against the run and dare Hundley to throw the ball. Uh, but if you can if you can have some success running the ball then it's just going to make things so much easier. Right, and we're in part here on TSN 4 Downs, Rob, a fantasy football show, so lots of people thinking, all right, well, mm-hmm. I, oh boy, like how much value do we put in the receivers and then in the running game? Because we had Montgomery with yeah. the injured ribs and Aaron Jones. If you're, Are we looking at a, a true committee here going into this week? Do you think uh, Montgomery's going to get more touches just because he can add that receiving option into the mix? Yeah, I tell all the, the or I've told a bunch of fantasy football people this week, I would avoid the Panthers because we just don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, they tried this week to alternate series between Montgomery and Aaron Jones. And it just, it just didn't work. I mean, they, they couldn't get into a rhythm. They couldn't get into a flow. I think ultimately they'd like to, you know, have sort of a value handles, I'm going to say, you know, two-thirds of the snaps, and then the other guy handles maybe a third. So it's just... But we don't know who it is. I mean, Montgomery's still wearing the big pad around his ribs. Uh, Jones looked like he was more effective. So I, I guess from a fantasy standpoint, I would wait a week to see, you know, uh, if you have other options, I would go with other options because we just don't know how this is going to play out. Yeah, and that's that's the real question. Hundley could have a, a different favorite receiver for whatever reason, someone he's more comfortable with in practice. Right. So, as you said, Rob, yeah, we yeah, don't no know. Question. There's no question, just to your point, I mean, you know, he, he like I said earlier, he has thrown a lot of balls to Nelson Cobb and, and, and Adams in practice, but his preseason game reps came with, you know, guys like Geronimo Allison and, and Trevor Davis, just, you know, the, the, the second the second group of receivers. So, so you know, they may actually, who knows, maybe they'll design some stuff to get Geronimo Allison going just because, you know, Huntley's got a comfort zone with him. And, Rob, when we look at the rest of the NFC North here, uh, it looks completely up for grabs now, right? You have the Vikings yeah. and Pack at 4-2, and two, the Lions 3-3, three and three, even the Bears hanging around at 2-4. and four. Now, I'm not thinking Chicago's going to do anything, but if you look at Detroit, Packers, and Vikings right now, can we like, – how do you think this is going to shake out? Like, to me, this is completely <laughs> wide open. Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking at it from the standpoint of if the Packers can go – 500. You know, if they can go five and five over these ten games, assuming Rodgers doesn't come back, is nine and seven good enough to to win the division? It mm, might be. Might be. Uh, you know, when they won it in 2013, when Rodgers missed those seven games, they were eight, seven, and one. The Lions kind of collapsed. I, I like the Vikings defense. I mean, it, it's hard not to with all the playmakers they have there. I, I like Detroit's quarterback, but. Well, he's been banged up a little bit, uh, you know, and they, and they have been prone to turning the ball over. So, you know, it's, it's, it is kind of up for grabs between these, those three teams. 
I think it could end up coming down. You know, the Packers play in week 16, they play the Vikings again. In week 17, they play uh, at Detroit, just like they did last year. I mean, who knows? Maybe that game could end up being for the division title again. Yeah, yeah. It, hey, it could. Like, it, it is a it's a fun division. Uh, last one for you here, up for Aaron Rodgers. As I said off the top, the surgery by uh, accounts has been successful. Do we know yet? Is is it possible that he would be back for the playoffs if the Packers get that far? Or is this shutdown mode? It's not necessarily shutdown mode, no. I mean, and even if you know, even if injured reserve becomes an option, you can come back after eight weeks. Mm. So, um, you know, there's still that's still all to be determined. Um, I still think it's unlikely, but they're they're not closing the door on anything at this point. So, you know, you never know. Fred Hundley can keep them afloat. And the the one thing about having surgery, there are some medical people who think that that's actually a quicker way to come back because. The, the break is stabilized, and you can actually start rehabbing sooner than just waiting for it to heal on its own. So, um, you know, surgery doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's shut down. Interesting. Boy, it's going to be fascinating to follow that. And, Rob, everybody can check out your uh, fine work on ESPN.com and get the links at, at Rob Domofsky on Twitter, right? That's right. Yes, it's all in for you. Excellent. Well, Rob, thank you so much for taking the time. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Anytime. All right, Rob Domofsky from ESPN. How about that little fantasy tip there? Geronimo Allison, some chemistry with Brett Hundley in the preseason. So maybe make a note of that. We will take the break, come back to wrap up the show. Our big three game picks, my DraftKings fantasy sleepers, and we'll let you know how to win some Domino's pizza and some cash. All coming up here on TSN 4 Downs. What a game that Thursday nighter was. Man. All right. Back to wrap up TSN 4 Downs. Delivered by Domino's here on TSN 1050, TSN 1150. I'm Andy McNamara. Make sure to tweet us, follow us on Twitter. Send all your fantasy football or NFL questions at TSN 4 Downs at AndyMC81. And folks, Domino's, it's more than just pizza side dishes. The pasta, the marbled cookie brownie, of course. Of course, the, the great pizza, too. $11.99 for a large four-topping Go to dominoes.ca today, dominoes.ca. Okay, let's uh, get the sort of final results or updated results on our Twitter poll question. With Aaron Rodgers injured, what team is the favorite to win the NFC? The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Falcons, or the Seahawks? Leading the way, 50%, the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz. Wow, second place. Thin lead is the Falcons at 19% and Cowboys at 18 Seahawks pulling up the rear at 13%. Okay, let's see if we can... Win you a little bit of money the first way here. Uh, let's do some game picks. The Big Three. And it might not on paper be the most exciting game, but I'm a Browns fan. Scrizz is a Titans fan. They're playing each other this week, Scrizz. Wow. Yeah. Point night. Woo. Uh, Tennessee, six-point favorite over under 45. Marcus Mariota, listen, the Browns are 1-21 in their last 22. I'd be, uh, I'd be crazy. I'd be crazy to go against them. I'm wearing a brown shirt right now. I hope they win. I just don't think they will. So I'll take the Titans to cover. I do think six might be a lot of points. Really? 
Have you? You haven't I, watched them as closely as I have. Well, you also <laughs> haven't been watching the Titans secondary as much as I Ooh. have. It's honestly not very good. Okay. Um, maybe, Mariota. Maybe that's the most interesting part. If whether they cover enough, the Titans will win. But if they cover, yeah, maybe I, that's, that's the question. I think six points is a lot. In okay. The Titans, they, they blew out Jacksonville, but they've had close games the rest of the year. Um, and Mariota's hammy? I, I can't bet on the Browns. I'm reluctantly going to take the Titans, but is there a type, of, a type of bet that we can have here? I'm not betting on a like 121 you, team. You shave your head. Maybe I put no. a Browns logo in my like. We'll shave a Browns logo in my it, head just a football. Until they Probably. win more than four games in a season, I don't think I should ever take a Browns bet of <laughs> but, any consequence. Well, you'll tell me every Browns player to pick up on DFS. Yes, I will. <laughs> it's one. <laughs> Duke Ryan McNamara. It's one Duke Johnson. Uh, so. Let's get to the next one here. A London game, a later start, though, the 1 p.m. start, but it is the Cardinals and the Rams. And a little teaser to one of my DraftKings sleeper picks, Jared Goff, I have in this game. Cardinals are done. They're old. They need a reboot. Uh, I London, weird things happen in London. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals won, but you got Todd Gurley, who is a monster. What a comeback season he's having. And Jared Goff. Two tough defenses. That's that's where the difference was. People thought, oh, well, well, he's trailing off. Well, he played the Seahawks and the Jaguars, two of the best pass defenses in the NFL. Cardinals have given up the fifth most points to uh, quarterbacks in fantasy. So I'll say that the Rams win and cover that three points. Yeah, I'm with you there. The only thing that kind of worries me about this game is you have the oldest, most veteran team on one side playing against the youngest team in the NFL. Hmm. And you're traveling to London. So everything's different. And you see weird things in these London games. Exactly. So I do like I do like the Rams offense and I don't see Adrian Peterson going off for hundred and thirty nah, yards man. and two touchdowns this week. No. Um the Rams defense they haven't played too well. Like the fantasy stats haven't been great, but I still like their interior line and I yeah. don't think AP will get as much Penetration. Much penetration, exactly. Well, they've given up the the most fantasy points to running backs. If this is a week to do it, maybe, but I think that was a flash. Kind of that last bit in the car, you know, you have that old car and say, like, oh, it started one more time, then it conks out. That's Adrian Peterson to me. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm on the Rams as well. Okay, you're on the Rams. Actually, I'm, I'm going back to Andre Ellington for uh, one of my DraftKings sleepers. You can check it out, DK Playbook, under the NFL tab. And I tweeted out from at AndyMC81. Guy got zero points last week, but it was a weird week. They were up by like 30 at the half, so you didn't need to use him. I think Andre Ellington's one to go with. Uh, last one, Sunday nighter for our big three. Super Bowl rematch, baby. Falcons and the Patriots. This one in Foxborough. Ooh, boy, Scrizzy. How, what are you thinking here? If it's not in a dome, I don't know how much I can trust the Falcons this year. This is the, if Matt Ryan and Julio Jones do not go off against this terrible Patriots defense. By the way, folks, Stephon Gilmore is out for the Patriots. They're high-priced cornerback signing in the offseason with a concussion. If they don't light up this secondary, uh, then they're never going to this year. Yeah, exactly. I'd be very worried if I was a Falcons fan. I do think we'll see a lot more Devontae Freeman in this game, though. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of checkdowns to him and Coleman because mm-hmm. that, that's what helped them in the, super, in the first three quarters of that Super Bowl. Right. Um, then the other part happened. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a fun game, though. This is I think so. the game of the year so far, I think. And... I, I can't bet against the Patriots. Like, I just, Tom Brady and that offense, they're clicking. Like, who's going to cover Gronk on Atlanta? You know what, Scrizz? I'm going to go Falcons. I think this is the Ooh. time to get a little bit of revenge. You know, it's not, the stakes aren't as high. And I think that makes that AFC East really interesting if it's four and three. So you're going Pats. Yes. I'll go Falcons. 
And now, let's roll through, Scriz, before we wrap up the show. So, folks, we want you to win some money. We want you to win some Domino's pizza. And our guys at Domino's, they're so amazing. Domino's.ca. DraftKings contest, okay? Our own four-downs DraftKings contest. How cool is that? It's the NFL Pick'em style. So what you do is you go to draftfree.com, draftfree.com. If you don't have an account, you sign up, register there. If you want to deposit, cool, do that. If not, then just go to draftfree.com, enter our contest. It says, that, it says private Andy McNamara Domino's Pizza Contest. It's for our listeners only. Draftfree.com. So what you do, it's the, the tier system, the pick'em game. So in each tier, instead of doing salary cap, you pick which player in each tier is going to have the best week. So there's eight tiers. Scriz and I will roll through our top three and then play against us, man. We're trying to win money, too. We're in it. Uh, first tier, Scriz. We have Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, who is questionable, or LaShawn McCoy. Tough. Yeah. I really like Gurley. But like we said, weird things happen in London. I'm going with LaShawn McCoy. Not bad against... But, well, the Bucks D, it's... it's The front four are really good. I just... He has a lot of yards. He just doesn't have a touchdown yet. And I'm just thinking he's due. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm also going to the game tomorrow. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to Buffalo tomorrow. Wow, good yeah. for you. All right. Safe trip, bud. So I'm going to curse uh, our Philly friend Alex, his, uh, our buck. <laughs> his buck <Nice>. so. <gasps> That's right. You can uh, chirp him. Uh, I'm going to go Todd Gurley. Let's roll through the other two tiers real quick here. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry! Mike Evans or Michael Thomas? I'm going to say Larry, again, London. I'll go with that London uh, pack. And that Even at his advanced age, Larry's still putting up a bunch of points. Mike Evans has been inconsistent. That Bills defense is tough. And Green Bay secondary is uh, also, it's good. It's not great, but it's good. And Thomas has been inconsistent as well. So I'll go, I'll go Larry. I think I'm going Michael Thomas here. Go Thomas. I just think, I don't think Green Bay's going to be able to move the ball as much. I, fi- I think there's going to be a lot of punting in that game mm-hmm. from Green Bay's end. So I just think the Saints' offense will have a lot more opportunities. And Thomas is definitely the number one option there. And Drew Brees, pretty good quarterback, I'd say. He's not bad. So I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. You go with Thomas. Okay. So last tier. So there's eight tiers in the uh, DraftKings contest or four downs. But we'll, we'll take you through three to give you that last sample. Marcus Mariota, Cam Newton, Carson Palmer, Drew Brees, or Jameis Winston, who is also questionable. I went... With your guy. I went with Marcus Mariota. Yeah, you I'm, did. I'm trying to win pizza. I'm trying to win money here. Okay? You can't bet with your heart. Uh, the Browns have been torched and out of most games uh, be- before halftime. So I'll say Marcus Mariota, even with a, a questionable hammy. You going, Mark? I think I'm going to double down go with Drew Brees. Go Drew Brees? Yeah. I just right. I don't like Green Bay's defense I at all. I think it'll be shootout. I don't like that. Like I just don't like Green Bay in this game whatsoever. I think, the they'll try to get, been... I think the Saints will try to get out to an early lead and force Hundley to throw. And so I, I like Breeze there. I'll just go. Uh, All right, bud. I'll go well, good luck on Sunday. Yes, you too. Have fun on your trip to Buffalo, the Paris of the North. <laughs> you. Uh, have a good trip there. And by the way, guys, again, that's our Domino's DraftKings contest. You go draftfree.com. Enter. Let's have some fun. Tweet us at AndyMC81 at TSN4Downs if you have any fancy football questions. Big thanks to our guests, Adam Rank and Rob Domofsky. So for Michael Skrzniak, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to TSN4Downs.